1: It's an interesting thing, right? Israel was reborn in 1948, and there were basically a million people. The the population of Israel has increased ten times since 1948, and it's just getting started. Like a flock offered as holy sacrifices, like the flock at Jerusalem on its feast days, so shall the ruined cities be filled with flocks of men. Then they shall know that I'm the Lord.
0: May 14th, 1948. What's so special about that date, you might ask? That's the day that Israel was restored as a nation, under the authority of God, through the prophet Ezekiel. In today's message, Pastor Robert discusses the miraculous rebirth of the nation of Israel after centuries of desolation. Now let's join Pastor Robert for Community Night on Main Thing Radio, as he continues his message, Ezekiel.
1: Israel, all of Israel, is going to repent. There's going to be a nationwide, a true nationwide repentance among the Jewish people when these things come to pass, when this prophecy is fulfilled. But it's to me, it's really interesting. He repeats it over and over and over. He's not done yet. In the next verse, he's going to say it again. I'm not doing this for your sake. I'm doing it for my name's sake because you've profaned my name. You know, right now... Any of us who are are known as believers, certainly those of us who who are viewed as Christian leaders, we're being asked about Ravi Zacharias. Like, what's up with that? You know, here's this internationally known and, and respected Christian leader, this expert on apologetics, this teacher, this brilliant... Man who, who was able to debate atheists and and win the debates with atheists. I mean, it just it's so devastating, right? Someone known as a man of God. And you you, you find out that he he's was living a double life for years and years and years. And we and we keep having this happen, right? Where Christian leaders Profane the name of Christ. Profane the the name of God among the peoples, among the nations. It's not a new thing. King David did it. And even the Bible says he was a man after God's heart. But he was guilty. He profaned the name of God. You know, the, the nations around Israel surely heard the story. And God says, I'm going to sanctify, verse 23, I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that, I, I just think, I think we're wise to be aware of the fact that every single one of us, at one time or another, profanes the name of God among our neighbors, among our peers, among, among the, the world around us. Because not a single one of us lives an exemplary life. Not perfectly. You understand what I mean? It's utterly impossible for a Christian to, to live exactly like Christ. Now, that's not to be an excuse. It's not to, you know, there was a guy in the church years ago that I, he would always, and i catch him in a lie. And he'd laugh. Well, nobody's perfect. I'm like, well, you ought to at least be giving it a shot. At least be trying to cooperate with God because it's not a small thing to profane the name of God in the world. And, and God says to Israel, you've been profaning my name, but I'm going to set that straight, and you're going to come to the place of repentance. You'll remember your evil ways and your deeds that were not good, and you'll loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and your abominations. Verse 32, not for your sake do I do this, says the Lord God. Let it be known to you. Be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord God, on the day that I cleanse you from all your iniquities, I will also enable you to dwell in the cities and the ruins shall be rebuilt. The desolate land shall be tilled instead of lying desolate in the sight of all who pass by. So they will say this land that was desolate has become like the Garden of Eden. And the wasted, desolate, and ruined cities are now fortified and inhabited. Then the nations which are left all around you will know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the the ruined places and planted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and I will do it. Thus says the Lord God. I will also let the house of Israel inquire of me to do this for them. I will increase their men like a flock. It's an interesting thing, right? Israel was reborn in 1948, and there were basically a million people. The the population of Israel has increased 10 times since 1948. And it's just getting started. Like a flock offered as holy sacrifices, like the flock at Jerusalem on its feast days, so shall the ruined cities be filled with flocks of men. Then they shall know that I'm the Lord. Um, Mark Twain visited Israel at some point in his life. You know, this is 150 or so years ago now. But he he wrote about it, and, and he and he said it's like the whole country's in sackcloth and ashes. It's just this desolate place. It, there's nothing there, just desert. When you see pictures of what it was like in in the forties, just this dried, barren wasteland. The whole country was like that, and it is coming back to life. By the way, uh, most of what you read on the internet, you know, some of these sensational things about. Like, I, I've, I've read one over the years about chariots being found in the bottom of the Red Sea. No. Um, the, the latest one is that the Dead Sea is coming back to life. No, it's not. It's still dead. Um, it will come back to life, but not, not until much later during the millennial kingdom. Chapter 37, now we shift away from the land and now we shift over to the people. The land of Israel, chapter 36, for the most part. Now chapter 37, the prophecy of the dry bones. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold, there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh, Lord God, you know. And again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath. Thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds. O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say our bones are dry. Our hope is lost and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. And I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. Now it's fascinating if you if you take the time to to really consider what's going on here you know Ezekiel is literally moved now whether it's physically or in a vision it doesn't really matter because it was like totally real to him right it was as if he wasn't physically there it was as though he were physically there and and there's a valley filled with all these Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of just dry human bones. And then God says, speak to them. Prophesy to the bones.
0: That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers, as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit mainthingradio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages, as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary Miami Beach. Join us at 9am, 11am, or at 1pm for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.